0: Okay, friends, we are officially starting 2 Nephi 12 today, and 2 Nephi 12 may have one of the most well-known Isaiah verses that I've heard quoted so many times, and they're wonderful verses. You go to verses 2 and 3, where it says, And it shall come to pass in the last days, meaning right now, in our days, when the mountain of the Lord's house shall be established in the top of the mountains, and shall be exalted above the hills, and all nations shall flow into it, many people shall go and say, Come ye, let us go up to the mountain of the Lord, to the house of the God of Jacob, and he will teach us of his ways, and we will walk in his paths. For out of Zion shall go forth the law and the word of the Lord from Jerusalem. These are talking about the temple. And again, there's been a lot of things that have been talked about as far as the mountain of the Lord's house being established in the top of the mountains. It's been said that the word Utah is an old Ute Indian word that means top of the mountains. This is referring oftentimes to the Salt Lake Temple, for example. I've seen it referred to as prophesying about the 2002 Olympic Games. I've seen it prophesied about the building of the Conference Center. All of these things I absolutely believe are true. As we go up to the mountain of the Lord's house, we can be taught from on high. I love that principle. Now, to help us understand that principle even better, you've got to understand the context of what is going on in this time period. You go back to verse number one, the word that Isaiah, the son of Amos, saw concerning Judah and Jerusalem. Now, during this time period, Judah and Jerusalem were being wicked. They were being really bad. In fact, you go down to verse number five, O house of Jacob, come ye and let us walk in the light of the Lord. Yea, come, for ye have all gone astray, every one to his wicked ways. So you're understanding that Isaiah is speaking to a group of wicked people here. Now going back to that verse number two, there is one word that I want to focus on and the word is exalted. Now the word exalted means to be placed at a high or powerful level held in high regard. It also says in a state of extreme happiness which I think is very applicable here. But it literally means to be higher up above other things. Now in the next several verses Isaiah is describing what's going on in Judah and Jerusalem. Now verse number 7. Their land is also full of silver and gold. Neither is there any end of their treasures. Their land is also full of horses. Neither is there any end of their chariots. So they're doing fantastic. Their land is full of idols. They worship the work of their own hands. That which their own fingers have made. So they're putting those things up above the things that should have the most importance. Verse number 11, and it shall come to pass that the lofty looks of man shall be humbled and the haughtiness of man shall be bowed down and the Lord alone shall be exalted in that day. And you'll see that phrase again here in a second as Isaiah leads back up to that. Yea, and in the day of the Lord shall come upon all the cedars of Lebanon, these gargantuan trees, for they are high and lifted up upon all the oaks of Bashan. Again, these large trees, upon all the high mountains, and upon all the hills, upon all the nations which are lifted up, upon every people, upon every high tower, upon every fenced wall. You're seeing that Isaiah is talking about all of the high up things that Judah and Jerusalem is doing. And upon all the ships of the sea, upon all the ships of Tarshish, upon all the pleasant pictures, and the loftiness of man shall be bowed down, and the haughtiness of men shall be made low, and here's that phrase again, and the Lord alone shall be exalted in that day. So Judah and Jerusalem right now are putting everything else higher up than the most important things like the temple. You go over to chapter 13, which has always been kind of a fun chapter. Judah and Jerusalem will be punished for their disobedience. The Lord pleads for and judges his people. The daughters of Zion, many of you are probably familiar with these verses, are cursed and tormented for their worldliness. So Judah and Jerusalem are being cursed because of their loftiness and their exalting themselves above that which should be of most importance. Now, the beautiful thing is you go over to chapter 14 and we see the temple brought up again but you see the temple brought up in a different way as Judah and Jerusalem repent and brings themselves low and puts down all of those idols and the other things and puts those things into their proper perspective you see what really can happen with the temple Verses five and six of chapter 14 and the Lord will create upon every dwelling place of Mount Zion and upon her assemblies a cloud and smoke by day and the shining of a flaming fire by night for upon all the the glory of Zion shall be a defense. You know, some of you might remember the old Ogden, Utah Temple. That's where I received my endowments way back in the day. And the Provo Temple as well, which is going to be going under major construction here soon. You remember these old versions of these temples. They they aren't the most aesthetically pleasing temples in the world, but there was some great symbolism with this. As you look at the cloud of smoke by day and the shining of a flaming fire by night, there's a lot of symbolism of what the temple can provide for someone. And there shall be... A tabernacle for a shadow in the daytime from the heat and for a place of refuge and a covert from storm and from sin so as we exalt the temple in our lives it will become a covert from the storm for us as we take the time to be able to put down all of these higher priorities and things in our lives and put them where they belong and we place the temple high up right there and as we then exalt the temple or make it a higher priority in our lives that temple will become a covert from the storm of life. President Nelson said this about the temple, the supreme benefits of membership in the church can only be realized only through the exalting, there's that word again, the exalting ordinances of the temple. So as we take the temple and we make it that high priority in our lives, we see that it will be a great blessing to our lives. I love this message that Isaiah is trying to send to Judah and Jerusalem about putting down the worldly things and putting the temple where it belongs. That message is still relevant today for you and I.